episode 65. I'm here with David. Yo, yo. And Lewis. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We're coming back from our finally a win at home against Montreal at home. Uh, let's get this started. Go for it, guys. Look at I know you guys have been giving me shit those last few episodes about bringing out the shaker and the the, the, the margarita mix and all that stuff. Oh, you didn't bring I it? Really, literally. No, today, well, I'm ready with some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Soup and popcorn. Oh, my God. Bobby's become <laughs> the Michael Jackson meme. <laughs> so awesome. I'm ready to go, guys. All go. right. So the Galaxy, uh, as Bobby said, finally get their very first home victory, um, along with their very first clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a must-needed uh, result after a very disappointing loss to uh, an inferior Vancouver side in which they allowed four goals. So the clean sheet was very important. And to do it in front of their home fans, you know, I think um, also – uh, very important here. Absolutely important. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't in front of a lot of home fans since it was a Friday night, and it's impossible to get to that stadium on a Friday night. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, there was enough. The, the crowd made some noise. It was. It was. Uh, you know. It was. It was. It was an okay showing. I, I thought. But thank you for you know. who showed up. Yes, yeah. thank you for those of <laughs> if those of you who showed up. The three of us. You guys are all better than the three of us, obviously. Yeah, we, uh, but do we you had have some issues. Do you we have had a show? major issues. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I went crazy trying to look for the Get game. I had now. about uh, oh, here, here are the five channels that you know that are available. If you have, I have charter. Oh man, like, the game you happened have, uh, so long ago. I actually charters, forgot about that yeah, drama. Yeah, like oh, here are the five uh, available channels. Yep. Each one is a Dodger game. <laughs> uh, the, and the, yeah, the normal... Yeah, all the, five bases, right? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, it's like, like okay. the Beckham cam. Remember that? Like the Beckham cam? Oh, Remember there was yes. a first base cam, a second base cam, a third base cam, home plate, shortstop cam. Shortstop cam, yeah. <laughs> um, so... That's just the control panel. <laughs> that's, that's basically all it is. You're just sitting in front of the control panel. So, uh, so weird thing is, is that I, I didn't get the game until maybe about 15 minutes into the second half. Uh, yeah, Bobby under around, the after, Bobby under the same uh, cable provider Situation. Uh, in the same channel was able to get the game. So I have no idea what was going on there. I yeah, actually I wasn't able called. To get it under- my direct tv so yeah I it wasn't under direct tv my house walk over to my cousin's house that has charter or was it charter yeah, no, it, was it, charter. Was charter. it was charter yeah charter and then yeah, yeah and then i, I end up calling i end up calling charter and i asked okay that's kind of weird i'm not sure if you can do anything about this um you know i got a friend no, his who, was spectrum yeah my, that's what that's what i have sorry. yeah and okay, I go, okay well you know i got a friend who has the same provider Exact same channels. He's getting the Galaxy game. I'm getting the Dodger game. Is there an explanation for that? So she's working on it. But I'm pretty sure she had no idea what the hell I was talking about. She was probably looking for like a sci-fi channel or something. <laughs> and so uh, Galaxy. Like Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, cool. I-, I think later on when I said, you know what? Like there was something on TV and I was like following on Twitter. I'm like, all right, I might as well have something in the background. I might as well just put the Dodger game on. Oh, the Galaxy game's on. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in the almost the 60th minute. So, all right, really, really weird. So Strange. Yeah, I, yeah. but, you know, I, I, was a good, I was a good boy. I went back and I watched the full game. I didn't just watch the condensed. As did I, I watched the full game. Uh, so thank you, MLS Live. Uh, okay. I just watched that on replay the next day on Charger. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so okay. So, minutes. Worth, so a couple things worth noting here. Diop gets a start again. Yep. Uh didn't play bad. He had one scary moment one where scary he came moment, out yeah. and I went, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> and I think it was 
Either, well, my nerves are shot with him no matter what. Yeah, like, it was either Smith or, or Steris. It kind of was like he got to the ball first and he's kind of like waving I him off. I think it like, was Steris. Yeah, I think it was Steris. Uh, but speaking <laughs> of Nathan Smith, damn, was he impressive. Nathan Smith continues to be a good, good, good option for us at right back. Yeah. He's feeling I, it in. He's, uh, he's definitely earned a spot. I know we had mentioned that, you know, maybe Garcia had earned the right to that spot. But let's just be honest. Nathan Smith has been doing a lot better than we had seen uh, Garcia play in and the first probably, two games. Probably even this season, yeah. uh, uh, sure. Robbie Rogers. Probably Robbie Rogers. He's know. certainly adding a lot to the attack, which is good. He's taking people on. Yes. He's going after people. He's you know he's not he's afraid. Young. He's not yeah, backing right. down. Exactly. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's hungry. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's young. He's he doesn't young. know he's any a, better. Right. He's going to go after. <laughs> but that's exactly what the Galaxy need to do. Many times I see the players like, you know, just kind of stop there. Like, okay, pass back, you know. Who's actually gonna, you know, try to take someone on, try to create something out of nothing? You know, uh, I know Zardes did it every so often. Um, uh, Allison Dreen is doing it. Uh, now you have Nathan Boateng's Smith doing, doing it. it. Boateng's doing it. Well, Boateng just runs past someone. Well, Boateng, you're saying he's 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 feeling a lot more comfortable on oh, the yeah. ball and on the yeah. field. Like that's I'm finally I'm so glad that he's getting these minutes just because you're seeing how much better he's getting. So if I was, game. if I was an alpha, I would have, you know, taken him to a hypnotist and be like, every week we're playing hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, it seems to be working because he's, he's doing really well. Um, Giassi got a start um, and he went 80 minutes, which is far better than yeah. I thought he was going to do. So that's good. His sure. fitness is getting there. Yeah. I mean, um, not, not the greatest of games, but, but no, I think, but he, you know, uh, I think it's important for him to get on yeah. the field and get, you know, he hasn't played since August. Right. Right. I mean, he didn't have a gr- uh, the greatest game, but he didn't have a bad game either. You know, right. I-, I think he did uh, uh, pretty well. Well, still the considered. issue with connect connecting with the guys right, right. The There's still chemistry, it's, it's still you know, issues problem. there. But that's that'll gonna, build. That'll, that'll build. build. He had exactly. some good. Like I thought his first touch on a lot of uh, plays or a lot of passes he was receiving was pretty good. Yeah, he assisted. Uh, if you want to call an assist, I don't know if he actually got credited with the assist on the the second goal, Jermaine Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who made that pass to Jermaine before he took it, yeah. you know, pretty much 40 <laughs> well, yards. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to count you that, as call an assist, that assist. I don't think but, they would. Uh, well, another thing I noticed is uh, Gio was getting active kind of early on. He, well, he was, you, you he was coming back. He was looking for the ball. Right. Well, you didn't uh, You didn't sit there and go, is Gio playing today? You, you right. saw him you playing. Saw him. You, you he saw was him. a little bit more involved with the team, uh, a little bit more in the first half than you saw in the second half. I think in the second half, it almost seemed like him and Allison Dreamy switched positions. They did. They, no, no, no. Him and uh, Zarda switched because... Uh, there was moments where um, him and Alessandrini seemed to be drifting into the the same space or making the same run. So after about the twentieth minute or so, he and Zardes switched sides. So he okay. he swapped and and again he throughout the game he was getting involved. He'd pop up every now and again. Um, he tried to make a couple of plays happen. Um, he got some so- shots off, but by the end of the game. He looked pretty frustrated, and he did not celebrate with the team. Yeah, I was about to say that. What do you guys think about that? Is it just a, is this a locker room issue? Is this a one game, like, I'm disappointed with myself thing? I mean, not celebrating with your team after a, a, a victory, it's... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's a... It might be both. It, it, it could be both, but I'm hoping it's more of a, like, I'm frustrated with myself, and I just need to go, like, decompress, um, because I don't think I contributed to this game. Um, I don't think it was like, oh, I'm mad because they didn't involve me in this game. I don't think it was anything like that. I think it was more like he was frustrated with himself. And that's good. You want to see 
a player who's not performing well, like, get angry when they're not performing. Yeah, it shows that they want to, to improve. I think that he's frustrated that, um, uh, I, again, I hope this isn't the case. Um, I hope it's just uh, frustration with himself. But, you know, he probably expected that he was going to be the man. And the, and they were saying that uh, going into the season, they're going to build around him and that he's going to be the top goal scorer now that Keane's gone. But Allison Drini seems to have taken that uh, mantle as the man right now, uh, scoring yet another goal. Um, and, and just being a pest the whole game. I right, mean, he right. Was, yeah, I mean, he, he was all over the field. He he pretty much ran, you know, box-to-box uh, box and, and just numerous times. A guy's a workhorse. Um, out of... The Galaxy have scored seven goals this season. Uh, Allison Drini has three goals and assisted mm-hmm. on two others. The ones mm-hmm. that he was not involved in was the penalty kick against Dallas and the uh, Jermaine's, uh, Jermaine Jones goal. Um, yeah, the 40-yard dash. Yeah, <laughs> to goal. 40-yard dash to goal. Those are the only two that he has not been involved with. So yeah. mm-hmm. the attack is certainly going through him. And he's making the most of it. It seems that he's hit his stride. His confidence is he looks way comfortable. up. He, he looks, looks very comfortable. comfortable. It looks like he found something you know, um, that works. He, he's figured out... I don't want to say completely deciphered this league, but he's figured out something that works in in, um, uh, in this well, league. He's an and aggressive player and doesn't hold back to attack. That's one of the reasons. Yeah, and he goes. I mean, like we're saying he goes. He at doesn't players. Depend He's gonna. On, he's he gonna challenge you. He's gonna else to to pass the ball uh, if it's not you know if it's not a good decision. Well, and we saw him in the first game. Like within the first uh, what like the first two minutes, he was already taking a shot on goal from outside the box. Yeah. So yeah. he, was, I mean, some, from the very beginning of the season, you can tell that guy is just gonna push forward. He's gonna create something out of nothing if need be, and. Uh, He's just at a point right now where he's actually, you know, uh, being very productive. Yeah, and and I think him and Boateng are building a really good chemistry, and I'm hoping that um, him and Gio can figure it out, and I'm hoping that him and Zardes uh, can start building that chemistry as well because, you know, then we could have a very scary front line. Yeah, I mean, um, we've said this before. We said it all of last season. On paper, it doesn't look like we have a bad team. But we know how that goes. The paper team is doesn't mean anything. Still needs to perform. It, they still need to perform exactly. Um, and this team is, um, I think it's a little underrated. And I, I've even said it. I've, that's they, good. That's good. That's very good. Underrate us. Yes, that's very good. Um, yeah, that's I, I said it after the Dallas game. Hey, we were supposed to get blown out. Excuse me. We were supposed to get blown out of the water, and we didn't. And mm-hmm. we hung in there, and with a depleted lineup. And now we have. A roster with minus legit, we're at full strength right now, um, and this is this was like the first game that we actually had all the players there. Or oh no, Vancouver, I think. No, the uh, one we lost was the one. Well, Vancouver was the first time, but Jossie came off the bench. Um, mm-hmm. So Gio it, was Gio MIA. Was, yeah, MIA. Pedro was Pedro. should have been MIA. <laughs> uh, but um, the the chemistry has to build. This is uh, this is probably. Uh, going into the next game will probably be the first time that uh, the Galaxy will start the same starting 11 as the previous week. Unless, yes. hopefully, 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 unless someone goes down and it, it is Tuesday, so <laughs> I'm still expecting something to happen. So, well, no, they, yeah, definitely. They fly I mean, on some, Thursday. So, I mean, if you've, if you've listened to any of our podcasts this past season, we've kind of basically, basically, basically has have said the same exact thing in every game. 
even the ones that we've drawn or lost, um, except for the, not this past game. But I don't the think Vancouver we've drawn game because that was right. We haven't. We okay. have not. Drawn. So except for the Vancouver game, which was just a major fucking loss. But yeah, yeah, that was the most disappointing game, and I have said that before. Um, I, I think this was a game that most people had us winning, even if it was on the road. Um, it was a game that um, we were at least on paper the superior team for a good 65 minutes we were the superior team and just costly mistakes is you know that vancouver just happened to pounce on um and like i said before uh when you come back uh in your uh um in front of your uh home fans and you can uh get a clean sheet off again another inferior opponent uh, an opponent that you should be beating um and they take care of business it's a good step forward so we just um, need consistency now. We need growth and consistency. Yeah, that's basically. Uh-huh. I think the only disappointing now. thing for me in this past game is that I expected us to be three and two, and, and not two and three. Uh, we would have mm-hmm. a three game. Had we not, you know, lost to Vancouver, I, I really expected us to have a, a three game winning streak and just be on the rise. But you know, sometimes that's just the way the ball bounces. Can't have um, everything you want. Can't have everything you want. No. <laughs> and look, it's it's good for this team to face this kind of adversity early on. I mean, we've talked about it. How, Way too much like, adversity. This everything's been, all the shit's been piling on to the team. It's a melting pot of adversity, and- <laughs> though, because it's not even like an e- equal, like it's not even the same thing. But it's it's got a nice little crust on top there. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, But I, I mean, this is good. This is what steals a team. This is what, you know, makes them want to fight. For each other, right, and you know, and you see that in the players, yeah, right definitely, now. definitely. I mean, they were all upset after the Vancouver loss. They were very vocal about it. Van Dam Jones. They were very vocal yeah. about it. I'm sure a, a Diop, uh, you know, takes responsibility for it. Uh, Nawful was was upset. I'm sure everyone else felt the same way. And this is good. And apparently, uh, you know, Jones called out a few players yeah. or called out Van Dam, but then you know said other things like you know, oh, I don't want to name names. Um, Apparently they had whatever meeting they were going to have and, you know, they went through and, and sort of, you know, according to reports, Jones basically said like, look, if you're a forward, you need to be scoring goals. If you're a defender, you can't be coming up and, and, you know, going forward all the time. And this is a leadership role that, you know, he has to take as a veteran, um, especially with a lot of young guys in the team. He's got to be vocal like that sometimes, um, Van Damme as well, um, but, sure, but I know that the rest of the players, they, they admire these two guys because I, after Jones scored his goal, I mean, look at the way the team yeah, just they celebrated. Mobbed him. Yeah, yeah, they mobbed him. So, it's like, I mean, finally, you got your goal, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not one of those things like, who are you? They just come in here and say this. Like, no, they respect them. So, I mean, that's a good thing, you know. So um, that's the, the chemistry thing there that, you know, you hope that uh, continues to build. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to mention this because... Um, it seems that the uh, Jao Pedro tr- uh, hate train is uh, full speed ahead here. Uh, David has mentioned, I think it was last week, that he's totally on board this yep. train mm-hmm. here. Choo-choo! I'm driving mm-hmm. at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's driving at this point. Uh, Bobby, where do you stand on this? You're a little bit more patient when, when it comes to uh, judging a, a player. Well, well I, I chill on almost everything. I wait a little bit, and I'm, I stay calm, and I assess the situation, and I let time, some time pass. Um, I remember you texting me and you're like, so, so I want to know your opinion on this. And I go, well, I'm not on the train, but I'm at the station pretty damn pissed. <laughs> and it's I'm fun. at the station looking at my watch going like, when is this train coming? Yeah. I want to get yeah. on. I want to get on this train. Yeah, and it's funny because after I go, you know what? I'm kind of 
right there with you, but just maybe a little for you know, a little bit behind where I'm like, well, I'm not on the train yet, but I'm packing my bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking up the schedule. I'm looking I'm trying to schedule. figure out what time I need to be at the station. Yeah, the next I'm, time I'm, it comes I'm, around, I might have to jump on it. I don't know. I mean, I, but but I'm I'm very um, upset by the way of his level of play in this last two games. He just he's his struggling. last two games. His last two games have been equally the same. Just like David used his term is chasing ghosts or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you say, but chasing shadows. Like he's he's literally jogging around, ball watching, and then not being in the position he should be when the ball gets there. There was and it's dude, just, it's, like it's it's so bad. There was, a, just, there was I a think play. I, I think he he made a, a little bit of an improvement than I mean from the Vancouver to, to oh, Montreal game, and so. it's a little a, easier to a, see a when a you're winning. Slight improvement in that he so. didn't pass. The ball to a player. To a so player, right, right. There you go. There's also that. <laughs> but he did not have a good game. But there was a there was a play. There was a play that showed me like the complete lack of respect that the other team had for him. It there was a play where the ball was coming toward him. He put his foot out to try and intercept it. He missed. The ball, you know, got to the player who was directly behind him. And the the player behind Pedro, he turned to kind of face up against him, and the guy just kind of casually rolled it back to the guy that was now behind Pedro, and Pedro was just like, oh, crap, it's behind me now. I'm like, dude, it's like you're not even there. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. you're it's... a cone. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. I mean, no, it, yeah. It, it, to me, it just showed the complete lack of respect that the other team is like, oh, yeah, we don't have to worry about like this if, guy. If the, if the two DPs, Alessandrini and Jao Pedro, were my children... I'd be like, yay, Alessandrini, you're working hard. And then I'll look at Jamal, get the fuck up, move! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, he's not a DP. He's not a DP, though. Jamal no, that's not right. A DP. That's right. He's oh, that's a TAM right. guy. He's a TAM, but we did play, pay a transfer fee. I'm just, uh, I, mean, well, I just meant by the two new signings. Right, Sorry, right, right. Yes, so, let, well, let, let's talk about the goals real quick. Um, so, on the first goal, Alessandrini starts to play. He gets it out wide to Boateng. Boateng does what he does. He, he you know... Takes on a couple players, cuts inside, and passes it straight back right across to Alessandrini, who basically just, like, passed it to the far post. And to me, it was a good shot, but the goalie. I think goalie, it was a, what are you doing? The thing, I don't think it was a good shot. I think it was shot. that much of a goalie. It, it was, it, no, it was definitely a goalie. It was thing. like a little dribbler, like. Because he didn't hit it to a. Oh, no, it was slow. I, re- I remember yeah. saying it. Like, it was slow. I think he kind of, I think he mishit it a little bit. I don't think he got it as hard as he wanted it. It looked like a pass. It almost looked like a pass. I know he was shooting for a goal. I don't think it was a pass. I definitely do think he was shooting for goal, but I think he mishit it a little there bit because I don't think he got there, it. Was uh, it? Well, I'm sorry? No, no, no. What I meant was he's. What I meant was he he was he he hit it as if it were a pass to pass it into the goal. Oh. You know, you don't have to shoot it. Yeah, every yeah, time. yeah. You, you, you don't have to blast in. it. But he, the the ball ends up in the middle of the goal. I mean, it wasn't near a post or anything. It was right, right. in the middle yeah. of the goal. And I think what happened was that Bush was going one way. I don't think he expected the shot. And once His he finally shift. saw it. It was just too late, and you know when he way. when he tried to go the other way, it was just like, now nah, my my momentum is not going that way, yeah, and can't. he just kind of fell to the ground. And I mean, he just wasn't in in position. I mean, it went right down the middle of the goal. I mean, it was just really, really fortunate that ball uh, ended up in the back of the net yeah. because it really had no business uh, being there to begin with. It, it, I didn't think it was a good shot. I think it was just very very fortunate and a mistake on the goalie. But you know, it's that that's how it is sometimes with goal yeah. scorers too. It's like you shoot, and it seems like everything you shoot goes in so you know it could be that too 
It could be that. I mean, it, we've seen him take. I mean, he's feeling it. Any chance he oh, has, yeah. and the, the slightest opening, he has to take a he's shot. Like, he's gonna take a, it. He's like, I need to make the little no, LA symbol. It. I need to make the symbol. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, Go Dodgers. I want to see it too. <laughs> Go Dodgers. <laughs> I think uh, just before the half, uh, <laughs> at least they're. Well, no, what were you gonna say? No, no, no. Go. Oh, ahead. Okay. Uh, just before the half, uh, Jermaine Jones goes goes in for a. For kind of a, a aerial battle, not an aerial battle because they weren't in the air, but you know they were jostling for position with Donadell. Um, <laughs> Donadell threw his arm and maybe catches Jermaine Jones in the ribs, but if, if that, yeah, but uh, but Jermaine Jones uh, goes full on Daniel Day Lewis, grabs his face, <laughs> uh, and um, and Donadell sees straight red. So Jermaine Jones went. Fully committed to that role of I got hit in the face. That's why I said he went Daniel Day Lewis. Bobby, you, you made a yeah. face. No, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Uh, and uh, and yeah, Donadell sees red. So now we're facing a ten man Montreal team for an entire half. Um, I have not heard yet, uh, but the I'm sure the disciplinary committee is going to look at that and maybe suspend Jermaine Jones. So as Lewis said, it's only Tuesday. I mean, it's only Tuesday. However, the, the I mean, disciplinary committee already has by now? come out and uh, suspended somebody, uh, Garcia. That's what I'm, that's from, right. that's what I'm saying. From, from, Orlando. from Orlando. So, yeah. And it will affect us because we play Orlando next. So they already have looked at whatever it is that they need to look at. So I'm kind of hopeful that they just kind of wave this one and say, you know what? Uh, we owe you one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> one. Well, <laughs> one, you know. One more. Here's one more. Uh but uh, look, it, it was very lucky. Um, he definitely did not deserve red. I, I think we can all no, agree to no. that. Uh, that. It was that's was barely even a yellow. Yeah, that's not even a yellow to me. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't I mean, a card at all. Yeah, it wasn't a card. We got lucky, <laughs> but we've been on the wrong end of that. We deserve a little, oh, a million times. you know, uh, a little. Uh, I don't want to say we deserve that call. No, but, you're right. Okay, but, you're right. But um, we'll take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. No, but After the, what the karma, we've been through, the just karma in the first few games, we, uh, we see we'll we it. see you disciplinary committee. We see you. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, second half, uh, Steris nearly gets a goal off of a corner kick uh, that uh, Van Dam headed down. Uh, it fell right to Steris, but Steris was like in an awkward position to the ball. He tried to get a piece to it. Bush saves it, or Bush it bounced off of Bush's chest and then back to Steris. And again, Starr's like, oh, he tried to get to it, couldn't get to it, fell right back to Bush. So Starr's nearly with the goal in the second half. Uh, and then uh, in the 74th minute, um, Starr starts a counter and uh, with the through ball for Zardes. Zardes uh, cuts in and uh, beats his man and then plays it through for Jermaine Jones. And uh, Lawrence Simon uh, lunged for it, missed and then Jermaine Jones is off to the races. And uh, he's, you know, Gio's running along with them, but I, I don't think there's any way he could have got a pass off to Gio. Yeah, I don't think so. No. And I think he, uh, he was, he I was think that cool. touch to the outside is what, like, eliminated Gio from that play. But it was important that Gio kept running with him. I think uh, at that point, once he got past uh, the defender, he was, I mean, even just running. He was, 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 was going to get that shot. He was eyeing Gio, though. He was looking over to see if a pass can can. Yeah. Can be yeah. can happen. Well, of course. I mean, covered. as a midfielder, you want to look yeah. for your uh for your forwards, but but he was but what open. David said, I I think he that outside touch just kind of like uh, they just kind of took away the angle to make any sort of like 
a good pass to Gio and he just said, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just taking this myself. And uh, also really fortunate because he shot it right at Bush and he it actually right, got, and a, it got deflected. It yeah. got deflected, but it got deflected <laughs> into the goal. Yeah, because so. it wasn't a good shot. Hey, <laughs> it was going yeah. right to the goal. They as, count the same way. Uh, as Lewis yeah. said, I'd rather be good. I'd rather be lucky than be good right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And that's that's certainly what it was uh, uh, in, in the situation with both the goals and the red card. Just to, but they uh, uh, I think they deserve the game. Is it wasn't that? It yeah, was absolutely. A, I think a lucky it was, result. Uh, at all. I, I I think it was no, a, a, overall, a very very good team. performance from the t- from the team, except for Joe Pedro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to throw that in. Uh, I thought the the outside backs, uh, Ashley Cole included, were very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, as we said, Gio was trying to get involved and did get involved in quite a few, quite a few times. He had a, a, some shots that that uh, they got blocked. Um, so it was a good, still it was a good performance. We still, we still have some issues, but it leaves me with a little bit more confidence than last week. Again, like as I said, this Galaxy team is living like paycheck to paycheck with me, <laughs> and and we're finally starting to see like this week. Were you know last week they took out too much, they overdrafted with me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I'm like, oh, I might have some extra money at the end of this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for me, uh, I think it's uh, more of consistency. I I can see where the I see what this team is capable of. I I, I can see that they're a lot more aggressive. Uh, they're a lot more athletic. They're a lot more hungry. They have a lot more to prove. Um, it, it's showing on the field. A lot of people are, are underestimating this team. And though we're not MLS Cup favorites, um, I, I think we can be very competitive. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, we've seen it so far. I know a lot of people would say, you know, you got two wins. Both of them came from uh, teams that had not won a game and you had a man advantage uh, in both games. And I say, right. So they did what they were supposed to do, right? So <laughs> what, what next were you, week, what were you Orlando <laughs> gets a red card. <laughs> you know, oh, so man. I mean, it, it's it, to me, it's just like I, I get what you're. I mean, I kind of get what you're, what, where you're going with this, but a man advantage is not a guaranteed victory. I've seen plenty of ten man, uh, ten man team uh, outplay uh, the uh, the mm-hmm. opposition mm-hmm. Um, several mm-hmm. times. If you haven't, you haven't watched enough games. Well, that happened this year. It happened with us. It this happened year. with us. We outplayed yeah. Portland once we went down to man. Yeah, I mean, we didn't win that game, but we did outplay them. Right. But we, we got very unlucky. Better. <laughs> yeah. So it's by no means a guaranteed victory whatsoever. And if you're saying, "Oh, well, we need to beat this team," well, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so I don't exactly uh, understand what the what the complaints are here, but um, I. I I like what I'm seeing from this team. It's not like absolutely. Oh my God, we're gonna go to MLS Cup, but oh no, you know I'm our expectations right going now. in there. I, I I do think that we're we're being competitive. I kind of like what I'm seeing. So it is uh, for me personally. I'm sure I'm in the minority. Um, I have seen some very encouraging signs. So yeah. for sure, for me too. I like what I see. Keep going, Galaxy. <laughs> keep on keeping on keep on keeping on we got another game so our next game is against uh orlando yes um this will In be orlando. Uh, uh, on the road um orlando's undefeated orlando is undefeated yeah, at home 
I'm a bit worried about this. It's a new stadium. It's a new crowd. Everybody's really in, in encouraged and 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 in positive mindset, yep. and that's mm-hmm. there. So I mean, and Orlando's doing good. They're not doing bad. They're no, doing no, no, no. They they are. Uh, they're. I believe they're three and one. So um, they're. You know, they they have a pretty good record. Uh, mm-hmm. um, still early in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to remember that after what like six, seven games, uh, Philadelphia was in first place in the East, uh, last season. And, you know, they, they eventually tailed off and, you know, that they're not built for the, the marathon of the uh, MLS season. So, yeah. uh, we'll see where Orlando is, you know, come, you know, June and July. Um, but no, they're, they're not doing too bad right now. Um, no Kaka, no, no Kaka. Yeah, when, they're when not going to have Garcia. Supposed to, I don't back. know. Actually, he's probably like two, three weeks out. So. Yeah. Sometime, uh, sometime in May, I think. I think it's sometime in May. I could be wrong, but I I do want to say it's sometime in May. I'm not sure when exactly, but um, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll talk about uh, our uh, our predictions in uh, balls and beers. So we'll go ahead and say yeah. that uh, for then. One for thing. The one thing I also want to you know note for this Orlando game is that this is the first time that um, some of the new players uh, like Ja Pedro and and Alessandrini are going to fly cross country. So this is the first time they're going to experience that, you know. Mm-hmm. France, you can, you know. Isn't Vancouver cross country? No, it's hey, it's up north. It's just up, oh, that's right. It's Cascadia. That's right. Cascadia. That's right. Uh, so so this will be their first cross country flight. So uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see how they react to this road trip. Um, I'm really really scared about Joe Pedro, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm really yeah. afraid because you can get. You can get across Portugal in like I don't know, like five hours in a car or something. I don't think it's that small, but I mean they have a team bus. You know, they right, they, right, they literally right. can just drive to you know through five countries and over here you drive through five states. It's gonna take you the entire day. Yeah, you can't well, drive through California planes, guys. one day. Yeah, you driving, can't drive through all the way to California. No, so oh god, imagine if that was a bus. <laughs> hey guys, we're leaving in a week. To, we have a game in two weeks. We're leaving today. <laughs> <laughs> Good job on this victory. Get on the bus. <laughs> Go to Orlando. Oh my god. No way. Disneyland? <laughs> Disney World? No. Uh so some news dropped today, guys. Mm. Dan Kennedy, goalkeeper <laughs> for the LA Galaxy, has officially retired. Uh or at least the Galaxy has announced that he has officially retired. I think all I of really, us knew that he's been retired since the beginning of the season. Yeah. I really think he listened to our last podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> when I got really upset and told him, get the fuck out, I think he was like, all right. <laughs> like, oh, man. So th- the good news is that with Dan Kennedy officially retiring is that uh, the Galaxy recoups his entire salary and uh, toward the, the salary cap. So that means we yeah. have maybe around... $195,000 in MLS salary cap money, whatever that's that a means. That's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, a whole, a bit. that's a whole That's a whole player, maybe. That's a even. whole player. I mean, uh, the cap is, what, 250 So you're not that far off from it. No. Uh, you can e- uh, easily pick up another solid. No, the cap is four, or the, the max is 485 or 486 Really? Yeah. Without, okay, then... Yeah, but that's money you can use to, uh, I don't know, pay pay somebody else, maybe give somebody a raise, possibly. 
I was thinking maybe. I mean, I don't think we're gonna go this direction because we've already seen our the, the defenders that are gonna be put in there when a guy goes down. But I would like to see another uh, veteran defender in there somewhere. You know, one of those a solid MLS guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, just step in. Um, in case uh, one just of to our be other guys uh, goes just down. be a depth guy, yeah, yeah just to be a depth sure. guy, yeah, I, I or another like another uh, defensive midfield type player, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the not too old, no, but you know you need those guy who, veterans. Yeah, you, uh, a guy who's been around, who knows the league, and no, knows what it takes, um, who's been there before, uh, mm, and yeah, just I think a, we have j- the leadership j- in the back j- right now. Just to fill in the just to fill in the role, like I said. Um, We've seen our guys go down multiple times, so um, yeah. adding depth is probably a very good idea. And yeah. uh, for Dan Kennedy, he's uh, he's uh, working in the office now, right? He will Still have a front galaxy. office position, yes. Yeah, so, and then uh, commentating as well? Was, is that what I read? He's going to do some commentating? Yeah, I believe he's going to be yeah. doing some commentating, some TV work, because he's a good-looking man. <laughs> I mean, you know. Okay, cool. Use, <laughs> use your tools. Use, use your tools, Dan Kennedy. Use your tools. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Um... So, uh, the the other uh, the other player that's been in limbo since the the beginning of the season, uh, Robbie Rogers. Uh, we all know Robbie Rogers has been injured. Um, that he uh, suffered uh, an ankle injury and then uh, suffered nerve damage after uh, his surgery, which uh, uh, caused him to lose feeling in his foot, which is why he's not playing the season now nothing has been announced all this was reported by kevin baxter uh galaxy has been extremely quiet on uh on his situation uh so earlier in the week i believe it was the riot squad cast who i think retweeted um someone uh who they follow or maybe it was a follower um someone had noticed that robbie rogers uh changed his uh his bio in his Twitter or Instagram in his Twitter, his mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, he has on there that he plays for the LA galaxy. He has since taken that off, which, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much the assumption here is that you're not coming back. Yeah. And that he knows he's not coming back. He's not recovering from this. Uh, that same week, uh, a, a, uh, someone on Twitter had said, look, I, I have a doctor friend, uh, who knows about the, the injury that, uh, that Rogers has suffered and what he's going through right now. And the doctor has said, uh, he's not recovering from that. Like there's no coming back from that. There's just, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I just, I, I guess we're just waiting for some official say we're, we're that's what we're waiting for right now. The assumption is, uh, well, based on that, I mean, we're just kind of trying to put two and two together since, you know, the galaxy is not officially saying anything on this. I mean, they're just, yeah. Uh, no, we may, we may not get anything until, you know, the summer. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Robbie Rogers has stuff happening in his life around, you know, outside of soccer. He's uh-huh. he just uh, he just adopted his, a baby with his partner, Greg Berlanti, who uh, you guys might know uh, from, you know, he's the showrunner producer for the Flash, Arrow, mm-hmm. Supergirl. So the dude's got money. <laughs> he, Robbie Rogers will do all right, you know. Even if even if the galaxy stopped paying him today, Robbie Rogers is going to be well, all right. Well, I mean, it, but it's not financial. I mean, it's just kind of heartbreaking that his career would be ending in this way, right? Right. And the you dude, know. and you know, he's he's had a lot of adversity in his career. He, you know, he almost retired when he was, you know, uh, when he was leaving England because of uh, you know that same time that he came out. He announced his retirement, and the Galaxy convinced him to come out of retirement mm-hmm. and come play for in L.A. So I feel like 
this time has been sort of borrowed career time um, for him. Maybe he didn't expect to, to, you know, to, to have as long as a career that he did. But, you know, if he retires, it's probably in the best interest of him and his health and his family. Um, So, you know, we, we, we wish him the best if he decides to retire today or if he decides to retire mid season or at the end of the season. But, you know, it'd be nice to recoup that salary. too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's almost $400,000, man. (laughs) You know, Bobby Rogers makes like what? Two twenty. And Dan Kennedy is on uh, 195, so you know it's a good chunk of change for a good player. <laughs> <laughs> give him an so, office job. Yeah, give him an office. Yeah, yeah, totally. Give him an office job. Let him be part of the team still. Yeah. Um, it's it's important, and you know when he does retire, I think that would be the appropriate time to kind of, you know, give him the proper you know tribute for right. what he's meant to the game and 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 sure. in the United States and stuff, but. Um, I do want to touch on one more retirement, guys. Uh, Friday. Man, are we at the end of the road? What's going on? I just feel like <laughs> yeah, I hear boys to men playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, no, no, one more retirement just before we get into MLS recap. And this is near and dear to, to me. Uh, I don't know how near and dear it is to you guys, but I'm assuming it's, it's, it's close to you guys. Uh, Friday at the Legends Night, uh, Carlos Pescadito Ruiz has announced that he is officially retired. Uh, now, having said that, I have, I would not be surprised if the next time the United States has to play against Guatemala, he comes out of retirement for that game. <laughs> I know, right? But he has officially announced his retirement. Um, the Galaxy was known for Guatemalan players. Uh, we had Martin Machon. Uh, we've had Pescadito. We had Pando. Um, am I missing... Another Guatemalan player? I'm sure you are, but those are the three. Yeah, yeah, but those are the three big ones. Um, uh, when Carlos Ruiz was signed, um, I was like, wow, this is a, this is great. He's 23. He's... Um, was he 23? He was 23. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's young. Oh, wow. 23. Uh, he's a, he and I are the same age. Yeah, I think he was one year older than us. Yeah, um, but he, he was 23. Uh, he was coming from either... Um, what municipal or communicaciones? Or, yeah. I don't remember. One of the two. One of the two, yeah. one of the two teams <laughs> in Guatemala that always, you know, that find success. Um, and it was it was highly publicized when he came in that him and Alexi Lalas and and you know they were at a team lunch one day, and Lalas told him if you could score ten goals, that would be good. And Pescadito said, "I'm going to score fifteen goals," and Lalas goes, if you score 15 goals, I'll buy you a Rolex. <laughs> well, later that year at the uh, MLS Cup celebration at the Staples Center, Alexi Lalas presented Pescadito Ruiz with a Rolex. Because not only did he score 15 goals, but he continued to score more goals in the playoffs. And I, mm-hmm. I believe he ended the season with 24. Yeah. Uh, like, including the playoffs. Yeah, it was like um, low 20s. Now, again, we're all... Guatemalan, uh, so that was uh, I, that for me was important. That here's a, a Guatemalan guy succeeding and being a star and a pest in the in MLS uh, for LA. Um, Pescadito scored some spectacular goals and some ridiculous goals, 
but he scored probably the most beautiful goal I will ever see in my life, the game-winning goal at MLS Cup against New England, beating Aiden Brown far post. Um, I'll never forget that goal. He he gave us our first cup, our so Pescadito yep. uh, yep. Ruiz is is uh, always going to be a legend to me. Uh, you know, he, he later became a villain for, for us against, uh, <laughs> you know, against the U S national team with Guatemala and, and, uh, with Dallas and with, um, Philadelphia, but yeah, and that's one of the best players. That's how they, that's yeah. what they do. I mean, he's probably going to go down as their horrible yeah, opposition. When exactly. You, when you exactly. Against them. He's, he's probably going to go down as one of the best Guatemalan players to ever play. Um, but I, you know, all I can say is happy retirement. Pescadito. Yeah, a lot of good yeah. memories with him. I mean, he was um, at that point probably our best player uh, mm-hmm. at the time. You know, this is probably our greatest signing. The guy single-handedly pretty much oh, yeah. gave us our first title. I mean, I remember yeah. that season. If it wasn't for him, there's no way we win MLS right. that, yeah. that season. <laughs> um, it's very unfortunate that he never got to a World Cup. Um, I think um, he deserved it. He came. He came about as close as anybody else uh, in that country's history. Yeah, uh, they rode him as as much as they could. They, they they knew that they that was their, you know, their Pelé. That was you know, their golden their, goose. Their their, their Maradona. Yeah. You know, so they came very close. Uh, I think it was uh, leading up to I think it was two thousand six, if if I recall correctly. Yes. So um, there were I mean just uh, maybe a couple. Maybe a victory away. Uh, I think Trinidad got a, a couple um, good results uh, toward the end that denied uh, Guatemala that that wild card uh, uh, spot. But uh, very unfortunate that he didn't get to a World Cup. But still a very um, illustrious career for him. Um, he will always be uh, a part of the Galaxy family. Um, and like David said, I, I'm just gonna remember him for he, he's the guy who got us our first title. He's the one that kind of yeah. got the ball rolling there and. Especially um, from after all those years of heartbreak that we should have yeah. had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he came in and it was our f- freaking swan song. I, I remember, <laughs> I think that the, the most satisfying thing for me was that you had brought in Carlos and Morcillo, you had brought in Luis Hernandez, and they're supposed to tear this league apart, and they did absolutely nothing. They could not find the back of the net for, I mean, if their life depended on it. And here comes this young kid from Guatemala, like, well, what's this guy going to do? And tears the league up. Tears the league apart. Tears the <laughs> league up. Uh, I remember that was the same year that the Angels won the World Series, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a player on their team uh, named Salmon, or Salmon. Tim Salmon. Tim Salmon. Uh, and I remember uh, I made a sign at the uh, the 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 Galaxy uh, MLS Cup celebration um, because Tim Salmon was known as the Kingfish. Uh, and, uh, I made a sign at the celebration and I, my sign is actually on the championship DVD. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah I uh, I had a sign that said, uh, Pescadito is a real kingfish. Um, <laughs> so that, that also is another special memory for me, uh, that, uh, you know, I got to, uh, yeah, the other sign was, uh. The Rally Monkey's a Galaxy fan. Yeah, yeah, that's that right. Was, that was the other sign that we made, or that you made. Oh, that was a good time. That was a good time. <laughs> I missed winning championships. Ah, 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, enough of that sappy shit. Let's get into the MLS <laughs> recap. All right. All right. MLS recap. I forgot the song last week. We um, on. Punish oh? yourself. Yeah. Mm. Flogged myself. All right. First, first up, well, we've already talked the uh, L.A. Montreal game to death. Uh, let's start <laughs> with New England versus Houston. So we talked last week about how well Houston is doing. Uh, they seem to be on the up, and New England comes and beats them 2-0. <laughs> uh, because MLS. Because MLS. MLS. So mm-hmm. a lot of it had to do with, uh, you know, like there was there – was, um, there was some sloppy play in this game. Um, I thought that uh, that Houston's backline like really, really didn't do the team any favors. Um, but you know, Agudelo gets a goal. Uh, Kai Kamara gets a goal, and you know that they, they New England did a really, really good job of not letting Houston get dan- be dangerous. Yeah, they did well at home. They were at home, right? Correct. Forgot now. New England usually does pretty well at home. There's, uh, uh, I forgot who had said it that um, uh, there's been players that have come out and said that they don't like playing in New England for some reason. And I don't really think of the, the that stadium as something intimidating. When I think yeah. of intimidating well, stadiums, maybe they don't like it because it's a shit stadium. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, it seems to be working for them, and uh, they, they usually ride that. Uh, when I'm thinking of intimidating stadiums, I'm thinking of. A Seattle, Seattle, I'm thinking of a Kansas City, I'm thinking of Portland, now Orlando. Uh, I'm not thinking of a New England. Right. So, interesting there. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, Columbus. Chicago, we talked, uh, we thought this one was going to be the bleh MLS draw, but now Schweinsteiger's there. Um, <laughs> I was still kind of bored with this game. Like, yeah, crazy. it was it, it was, was kind of boring. I fell asleep game. like three times and woke up. I'm like, oh, the game's still on. <laughs> <laughs> Although, How long is this game? Serious. <laughs> Although uh, Dax McCarty had a beautiful little through ball to uh, Nikolic, uh, who had an easy finish, only had the keeper to beat. Um, Columbus never really, really looked all that dangerous. Uh, and then toward the end, Chicago rookie Jerry, Gary Johnson uh, nearly got his first MLS goal. Uh, he gets a chip, uh, beat the keeper, but it was cleared off the line by a defender. So I guess that's count. That counts as a miss for Lewis, even though it was on frame and uh, defender. I don't want to start this right now. <laughs> the ball did not end up where it was intended. Shut the fuck up, Lewis. It's a Shut miss. Up, Lewis. Shut up. Just He's so wrong. Uh, DC versus NYCFC. In the right direction. <laughs> DC versus NYCFC. God damn it, NYCFC. What's going on? Um, For real, right? <laughs> right. They, dude, they could not finish. And that's been their Achilles heel so far this season. Yeah. Uh, they lost to Orlando in their season opener multiple times. Could have scored. Should have mm-hmm. won that game. Uh, they lost against... Uh, no, they tied against Philadelphia. Should have won that game because they could not finish. Um, there was another game that I can't think of. Oh, Montreal. They tied against Montreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, numerous golden chances. This has been the theme for NYCFC this year so far. That yeah. they their finishing is just not there. They should be undefeated at this point of the season. Mm-hmm. And it should mm-hmm. be a perfect 5-0. and mm-hmm. But their finishing is just... It's, it's really... Just not going in. Yeah, that ball yeah. is just not but, going uh, in. And, but also, what really cost them in this game, like Lloyd Sam's trip, uh, brilliant... Of a, a, you know, from a easy, he's like, he stripped him way too easy. 
and then only had Bill Hamid to uh, to to go past, and it was pre- it was a pretty easy finish for him. Um, after that, DC started to like gain momentum in the second half. Uh, Acosta got DC's goal, uh, second goal after Lloyd Sam took a shot and it got blocked by Hamid, but uh, you know it fell to Acosta. He was there to finish it. Um, NYCFC started like after maybe the 85th minute started to look dangerous again. Uh, McNamara um, feeds Via, and uh, Via finishes to get NYCFC's consolation goal. But at that point, it was too late. So um, you know the Tommy McNamara. God, I love this guy so much. He's such a like blue collar hardworking soccer player. Um, but you know, uh, again, it wasn't enough for NYCFC, uh, DC beats them two one Philadelphia, Portland. <laughs> Why did I bet on Philadelphia? Philadelphia just continues to let me down. Why do you keep I on actually, betting? I don't know why I did. <laughs> well, you, you do know why you, what was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was your, uh, so have Portland's, you not seen their up. game? Obviously you haven't seen their games. <laughs> Portland's, <laughs> I have actually. So, <laughs> Portland's Guzman <laughs> took out Bedoya in the 17th minute and he's really lucky not to see a red on that, on that play. But, uh, Philly scores off the corner resulting from that, uh, from that foul. But then Portland comes back to win 3-1. There was a bit of a controversial call at the end of that game. Andre Blake came out of the box to try and uh, stop uh, on-rushing Maddox, and he ends up tripping Maddox with his arm, and it was a question of whether or not he made contact before or after he crossed the line to get him into the box. Uh, The referee ended up giving a penalty, but there was some uh, hullabaloo going on with that. Uh, Fernando Adi becomes... The uh, the top goal scorer for Portland in MLS. Uh, okay, Toronto, Atlanta. This one ends 2-2. Atlanta strikes first with Vialba. Uh, he had a, a... Bobby, you called this one a pasazo. Yeah, uh, was a The Armino, like, <laughs> curling through ball uh, on the ground. There was he makes like a, a lot of pasazos. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um... Let me say something really quick. This game was the game that I was most excited, other than our game, of course. Because, I mean, any listener that knows us knows I love Atlanta right now. Um, but, man, was week six fucking boring, other than this <laughs> game in Galaxy. Like, week five was exciting for me. It was interesting. Most yeah. games were very good. This week was ridiculously boring. Even the high-scoring games. Um not really that much high scoring, but you know, like the threes, the three O's, the yeah. three ones. They were so boring. Anyways, go back to your <laughs> Toronto. Just, just disappointed in week five. Six, six, six. Uh, so TFC comes back and um, uh, Joe Vinko gets a goal finally. Uh, uh, Altador feeds him. Al- Altador feeds him a nice little back heel. That's beautiful. Uh, Joe Vinko fin- finishes it, curls at far post. Beautiful ball. That whole thing is um, sexy. It was very sexy, and then uh, and then the two outside backs uh, combine for TFC's second goal. Justin uh, Steve Bedishore uh, feeding Justin Morrow, who looked like a striker, uh, <laughs> but uh, ninety seconds into the second half, simple simple ball over the top. Vielba's off to the races. 
Toronto can't catch him, and Atlanta gets their equalizer. <laughs> and then that's when things got interesting. Because Toronto really started to push at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, they were all over the place. They just couldn't get a finish. Uh, late in the game, Assad sees red for a high elbow on... Um, was it on Altidore or was it on – who went down for that one? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember think, who that was. But I don't think it was Altidore. Uh, uh, yeah, it? I'm pretty sure it wasn't Altidore. In but this game, yeah, he tries to get – he tries to – Assad tried to get around him and he, he basically threw, tried to throw his arm over his shoulder, caught somebody on the, you know, on the, on the back of the head. Uh, you know, there was barely any contact, but, you know, he saw red for it uh, nonetheless. So not a good week for Assad's, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh FC Dallas versus Minnesota. 2-0 to FC Dallas. Wait. Good. Hold on. Maybe I maybe you didn't hear me. Maybe you thought I said 20. <laughs> 2 to 0 to Dallas. Now, Minnesota's longest defensive stand Comes against Dallas. They went 43 minutes before Dallas scored on them. MLS. I remember you texting MLS. us. And you're like, they're still, they're still drunk. They're 40, <laughs> 43 minutes. I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah, because every other game they've gotten scored on within the, pretty, first, within 10. the first 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, this is also the first time that Minnesota has not scored. It was the first yes. time they were shut out. They came mm. really close. But Dallas's goalkeeper... Jesse Gonzalez was phenomenal in this game. Minnesota had plenty of chances, as did Dallas to begin with. But Minnesota is starting to, you know, they're starting to get improved. They're starting to improve. They just need to get better defensively. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, really because they can. Make, well, they, they went out score, and got but... a. They they got a new defender, didn't they? Didn't they? Did uh, they? Yeah, didn't they sign a new defender? Did they? I, I didn't I hear they, about this. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. And, I don't know. We're not the Minnesota podcast. No, we're not the Minnesota. We'll, we'll get in contact with yeah. the Minnesota, Minnesota United. Minnesota's our house. Yeah. Minnesota's our ice cave. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> Minnesota's our the house, great, eh? Yeah. Great, the Great Lakes. The Great Lakes. Podcast. I don't know. Is that Michigan? <laughs> oh, that's Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that's Michigan. good. And if it goes to show you what it is. Oh, the Twin Cities. Yes. Yeah. Hey, where's Bill? Bill's from, from the Twin Cities. Ah. Uh. He has the jersey at home right now, sitting. I hope he does. <laughs> oh, I hope he doesn't. That would be terrible for him. <laughs> Our friend he doesn't. Bill. I know he doesn't. All right, <laughs> RSL versus Vancouver. RSL bounce back. They had to. Big. They had to. Three had zero to. in the snow game. I actually skipped this game because I was so mad at them. I was just like, you better win this, and I turned it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, the, the game, uh, you know, I, I, I caught the first, like, five minutes of this game, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I was, you know, later on, I was looking through Twitter going like, wait, what's happening? Why is the field white? <laughs> what the hell? So the, the, the night started out cold and rainy, but it looked pretty clear. But after about 15 minutes, the snow really started coming down. And by halftime, just the white. field was completely white. The yeah, orange crazy. ball came out. Nice. That, that game was nuts. Um, and Arcel used the snow to their full advantage. Yep. Because you could see how, like... It looked like Bobby. What did you you made a you made a a, a, a thing about this uh, a few months ago where you What's said 
um, the the Vancouver the Vancouver defenders look like Bambi on the ice <laughs> out there on the snow. No, no, no. You were referring to a different game, but that's what they, that's what it looked like to me. It was like Bambi on the ice. They were like stepping but so carefully. The they didn't want to slip. They want to. <laughs> yeah, they're from Canada. They should know how to. You know, they should know how to uh, skate. They know. They should know how to skate. They should know how to handle this. Uh, they didn't, but uh, and and oddly enough, RSL was the one that knew how to handle it. Um, RSL's Rusnak uh, is. I don't know why I never noticed this guy before. He's like really good. He was really pesky in this game because he plays for RSL. Well, okay, that's what it was. <laughs> so Rusnak, Yura, Mosisian, and uh, Mulholland get the goals in this one. Mike Petke gets a win in his debut, and. Good for him. After watching RSL for a few games, I got I got to tell you guys, I really like Brooks Lennon, but he's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like if you watch him play, he's a dick. Yeah, but he's I really like plays. him. I like him. I like his I, I like his yeah. dickishness. Yeah, you love the cock. <laughs> All right, uh, Seattle versus San Jose or San Jose hosting Seattle. This one ends one one. Seattle scores late in the game, and the Earthquakes do what Earthquakes do at home. They score at the death to equalize. Wondolowski gets a goal, basically bounced off of him or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, and then... And then uh, <laughs> gets a deflection. Yeah. And then Seattle's <laughs> goalkeeper had to come up big in stoppage time to keep it 1-1, uh -huh. but yeah, it ended in a draw. Uh, Orlando, New York, Red Bull. Uh, New York looked like uh, they looked lively pretty early on in the in the game. Uh, I thought this was going to be the one that was going to break um, was going to break the uh, you know the their the, bad spell. Yeah, the bad spell. Um, nope. But Mr. Alex Morgan breaks the deadlock for Orlando. Uh, <laughs> Servando Carrasco uh, and. Uh, and Orlando gets their third win at home, so they're undefeated in their new stadium, as we said earlier. Did you guys watch this game? No. I nothing. did. I actually, I, I watched the game. Uh, New York, uh, I think the better team throughout the entire game. Uh, Orlando, uh, lucky to come away with the three points. Uh, New York's uh, finishing, uh, much like their other mm -hmm. New York counterparts, mm -hmm. uh, uh, was killing them. Uh, New York has been looking very bad um, this season. I think you had the 25 minutes uh, in Atlanta where they started picking up. And then you had this game. Um, so I think what you saw in this game from New York was a little bit more what you were used to seeing uh, from New York the past couple seasons. But uh, finishing kills them. Uh, I think... It was frustrating for them, but I think they could build on what uh, on how they played in this past game going forward. Um, like I said, it looks a little bit more like the team that you uh, that we have been uh, we've been used to seeing. But um, yeah, th that finishing that, that finishing touch is just not there. Uh, they they're just unable to find the back of the net in these in these games, and you know you're not scoring, you're not you have no chance to win. So right, is that how it works? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sporting Kansas City versus Colorado. Lots of misses uh, there, bro. Lots of misses. Yeah. Oh, Kansas City. Kansas City wins three to one. Uh, Seth Sinovic open up, opens up the scoring. Uh, Griso gets a goal, and Dom Dwyer gets the third goal to open up his scoring account for the season. 
Uh, Tim Howard got into it with some fans uh, during the game. They were uh, they were they were taunting him a little bit, and he wasn't afraid to uh, to turn around and uh, basically Spit saying, back. "Hey, fuck you guys!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody caught it on tape, and uh, people were complaining. But yeah, whatever. It's it's part of the game. It's what happens when uh, when you taunt players on the field. Uh, look, we we know very well. David Beckham, uh, you know, was ready to fight some fools. Yeah. <laughs> some home fans. fans. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the, the fact that Tim Howard was getting angry at a Kansas City fan doesn't surprise me at all. No, man. We're all human. People get, if you keep taunting someone for so long, I mean, come on. Right. And that's, uh, that's MLS Week 6. Yay. All right, cool. You guys have any more, one more, any more last things before we end the show and move on to penalties? I have one more thing. Uh, friend of the show and, uh, and longtime listener, uh, Jose, uh, him and his, uh, his girl have, uh, have had their baby. Um, congratulations. so congratulations, congratulations Jose bro. and, and shout out to your girl and shout out to your baby. Um, uh, yay. Yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Louis, do you have anything else? I have nothing. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LASR House, episode 65. Make sure you listen to our overtime show, Penalties. I'm here with Lewis. I'll see you guys next week. And David. Bye-bye. Later. Thank you for listening to LASR House. Follow us on our website, LASRHouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.